Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Daddy Blogger TV, where we love renewing fellow parents, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow travelers. And we're actually traveling around Central America right now, so make sure you follow along on our journey. We actually just crossed over from uh, Guatemala yesterday into El Salvador. So we're in El Salvador. We're going to be here for about a week. Then we're traveling overland uh, through South America. Uh, sorry, we've done South America now, Central America, from Mexico to Belize, into uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica. Uh, so we're doing a lot of pictures, videos, and blog posts on our uh, website, uh, daddyblogger.com, and also on Daddy Blogger World Tour. So make sure you follow us along. We're traveling. We're also interviewing people. Uh, we've already interviewed over 380 people, and we're going to keep going until, uh, you know, uh, can't interview anymore, so that's going to be for as long as possible. Uh, so on today's particular episode, we have Sarah Morris, who's actually from Olympia, Washington. So not too far from where we are from originally, which is Vancouver, BC, Canada. Uh, so she's this south of us. Uh, we're from uh, BC, and she's from Washington State in the U.S. And uh, her and her husband have, which is an amazing app and game system to encourage good behavior, discipline, rewards, and much more. Uh, so we're going to be finding out all about Sarah, about her family, about her journey as an entrepreneur, especially about Pop Chart Family, and how it can help, uh, you know, encourage behavior with their kids. And I know as a dad of three kids, I definitely need something of that because our kids are always fighting, and uh, we definitely want to encourage them to be great global citizens. Uh, so Sarah, how are you doing over there in beautiful Olympia, Washington, in the U.S. today? We are doing good. It is a nice... Well, kind of typical Washington day, kind of gray, but but nice. <laughs> I'm very familiar with those uh, gray days in the midst of winter, and part of the reason we decided to travel, uh, you know, now is just so we can enjoy. Right now, here in El Salvador, I can walk around with t-shirt and shorts and blue skies, so very familiar with that uh, the cloudiness of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so uh, before we get into Pop Chart Family, why didn't we uh, get to know you a little bit better? Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family and your work. So um, my name's Sarah, and I'm married to Sam, that's my husband, and um, we have three boys, uh, 11 and 7 and 4, so, and um, prior to this, I, I worked with my husband on his previous business, and then prior to that, I was a hairdresser, actually, and then became a stay-at-home mom, so. Yeah, that's that's kind of my background. We're from California and we moved up to the Pacific Northwest for work and so and just for a quality of life change, you know. So that's that's our kind of background. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So uh would love to hear a little bit about your family travels. That's one of our focuses right now on our show and also on our blog. So if you want to share a little bit about your family travels, I mean one thing was the relocation obviously from uh, California to Oregon. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about your uh, family adventures. So we've done some traveling in the United States mainly. And I think for myself and, and my husband, I would say our, our favorite travels have been um, going to the Sequoia Forest and um, just to experience larger than life, you know, type of adventures. Um, seeing things that you wouldn't normally see. And our kids enjoyed that. But I, I think for them, um, their favorite travels um, would be Disney World. I mean, you know, what, what kids wouldn't love that? But they really enjoyed Florida and the weather change and, um, and just the excitement of Disney World. We, we took a vacation there 
a couple years ago and stayed for like 10 days and it was you know a really exciting adventure for them so that's that's been probably the highlight um but we've done quite a few uh trips to uh the california visiting all over california as well as um oregon visiting the beaches and and different uh places like that so that's that's really uh been like the highlights of it awesome uh, we have taken our kids to disneyland so far and it was actually disneyland in hong kong uh, you know just uh, last year we haven't taken them over there to florida so that's definitely uh high on the list that uh, kids uh, absolutely love it and i think uh what kid like you said doesn't love disneyland disney world uh, so also uh, you've actually relocated uh, from California to Washington State and I, I know uh, any type of relocation is also uh, kind of travel you know uh, in terms of learning about a different state different lifestyle so tell us a little bit about uh, that process uh, from journeying over there from California up north into Washington how was that like in terms of logistics and uh, planning and uh, the actual relocation well, having grown up in Bakersfield, California, which is where we're from, um, we, when my first son was born uh, 11 years ago, we really wanted to like just change up the pace and just try something new. And so um, we kind of just went on a whim. We, um, we knew we wanted to be somewhere different and we had like top five locations. And so he, my husband just applied in all of those places and um, we figured it would work itself out and so when um, he got a job offer here we came up to visit and it was in i want to say july which is anyone that's been to washington knows it's like the prime washington time to come and it's sunny and everything's green and beautiful and so we were like this place is magical and so <laughs> we we were like sold and um but you know we've been through quite a few winters here now and and we know what it's like in the in the process the three months of gray and things like that but uh as far as just the quality of life here it's, it's really awesome and so we, we were very excited that we made that change um but it was really just kind of on a whim just seeing where you know what happened and uh where it took us and we we like it here so we just kind of settled like down and just yeah so you mentioned uh, the lifestyle is quite different uh, tell us about what you feel are the major differences in terms of lifestyle between california and now uh, washington state i would say well where we're from it's it's a it's a great area and you know we grew up there so it you know we we love it in, in bakersfield to a degree um but as far as washington goes it's like different in a lot of ways it's kind of a melting pot um as far as like family lifestyles um politically it's just like diverse and we really like that and then the focus um in washington is very strong on education and um family specifically in olympia and um we really like that sense of community that we have here and so um in that way it's it's a lot different Awesome, Go. great to hear. I've been to Washington State uh, several times, uh, you know, being from Vancouver, we're only about an hour from the border. So we made several trips down to Bellingham and uh, you know, uh, Seattle and even down to Olympia and further as well. So tell us about if people wanted to come and visit uh, Washington State and Olympia area, what are the uh, major uh, attractions, sightseeing, things to see, things to do, uh, places to visit? 
So, I mean, if you're into uh, like history, I would highly recommend, you know, the Capitol building. My husband used to work in the Capitol building when we first moved up here for the secretary of the state. And um, it's, they have tours, it's beautiful. And there's just a lot of history. It's, I would highly recommend that. And then um, the Puget Sound, just like you can walk around that. It's very pretty. Um, there's a lot of parks. Uh, there's just like a, a lot of outdoors like type of things to do as far as there's Burfoot Park. These are all in Olympia. But if you're looking just in Washington in general, I mean, obviously Pike's Place, that's the go-to, you know, and uh, the Space Needle, it's just, you know, a lot of those things, but in Olympia specifically, I would I would recommend that more outdoorsy things such as hiking on um, Priest Point Park even. Um, that's just a little park here, but it's it's really neat. Yeah, definitely a great uh, outdoor adventure area. Lots of hiking, lots of trekking, lots of yeah. places you can do. I definitely recommend Leavenworth as well. That's a great area in Washington. Um, yes, definitely. We've we've gone there and that we actually watched an outdoor production of The Sound of Music there, and it was amazing. I'd never been to an outdoor production of a of basically anything, but it was really magical for The Sound of Music specifically because they like came out through the the walkways singing and all these children. It was just like a magical experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's actually a whole loop there. You can do a cascade loop. We actually did that a few years ago from Vancouver. I did the cascade loop through Leavenworth and then circle back around really beautiful uh, adventure so yeah. Uh, yeah thanks for sharing all those adventures over there so we'd love to hear about the different part of the adventure which is uh obviously a mom and as an entrepreneur now uh so tell us a little bit about the origin story uh you're the founder and creator of pop chart family so tell us a little bit about the uh, conception how did that start and what made you come up with the idea first first of all well, I, I think most parents would understand um, why we came up with the idea. We have three boys, varying ages. And um, like most parents, we were struggling with the the common issues like fighting and bickering, um, you know, not getting chores completed, not knowing what to do for chores um, or, you know, if they were even old enough to do chores, our four-year-old. There was a lot of questions and a lot of, um, like little stresses that can really, you know, cause issues in your daily life and stress to go up for both you and your kids, you know, and, and so we were, you know, struggling with that a bit. And my mom, actually, she's a child psychologist. And so, you know, I go to my mom and um, when I was a kid, she did charts like on the wall. And um, those are, those are effective. And so that's what she recommended to me. But um, as as you know, probably, I mean, being on the go, you can't constantly update charts. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a, a losing battle. So <laughs> we tried that and it was effective, but the updating was not conducive to our lifestyle. Um, and so from there, I was like, there has to be a better way. And so we, we came up with the, the concept of pop chart, having it um, on a mobile device for both parents and kids because kids have mobile devices now and go where they're at. And so I approached my husband who's you know a mobile developer and I said, can, can we do something? Can we make it better? And he said, yes. And so that's where pop chart started as a way to manage kind of the old school system of chore charts, behavior boards, 
and um, allowance systems in a positive way on a mobile device where we, you know, it was really actually useful for our family. Yeah, definitely for, uh, you know, we cover a lot of uh, digital nomads on our show and also traveling families. And it's very hard to pack stuff in our bags because we got to travel light. So, uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the whole thing about uh, those kind of charts and all good if you're stable, obviously uh, living in the suburbs, but if you're more a traveling type of family, then you definitely need things on the go, like Kindle devices and mobile apps and uh, technology and uh, things that will make your life easier and still not add weight. Yeah. Tell us about, uh, you know, you uh, had the conception, you had the idea, uh, and then you were trying to figure out the solution. So walk us through the whole uh, conception and now into the implementation process of PopChart Family. So we knew that it had to be, first off, easy to use because not all parents are super tech savvy and not all, I mean, not all kids are. And so that was, that was a goal. So, um, we wanted, as far as the chore aspect and tasks, that had to be very simple. And so with with um, the parent mode, it's like a one-time setup. You put in the chores that you want or tasks, and you can set them to be reoccurring daily, monthly, you know, weekly, and it'll just do it for you. And then um, you can add tasks to if you decide, you know, as they grow, obviously you're going to want them to do more stuff or less stuff or different stuff. And, um, and so that, that setup had to be very simple. And so essentially you sign up and you can just put them in and then, you know, it, it does it for you. And then it alerts the child of their tasks for the day or week. And when they've completed them, they, it's sent back to the parent that it's completed and they're rewarded with, a point or whatever that that chores value was and so um with it to create kind of like an alternate to an allowance an alternative to an allowance because we wanted something different than just giving your kids cash when we give our kids money they spend it on ridiculous things like candy that they don't need or toys that break you know like immediately after getting them and so we really wanted them to learn to save for things they really wanted. And so we came up with the point system. So um, what it is, is kids get points for completing chores, tasks, um, good behaviors that you're recognizing, like being nice to your little brother. You can give them a point for that um, to encourage that, that sort of behavior. Um, and so the kids can save up their, their points and cash them in at our marketplace, which is um, in the kids app. And the marketplace is loaded with uh, rewards that parents have discussed with their kids and, and filled in. Um, and it's really customizable because what my 11-year-old deems appropriate as a reward, my four-year-old would be like, what? And so... <laughs> we had to make it very customizable for each kid in every family so it really replaces the need for a standardized allowance and they're really saving and working hard towards um little goals you know and some of those don't have to cost money and that was something we really wanted to push as well with pop chart is um like not all rewards have to cost money it can be things that have to do with your family such as uh, baking cookies with mom. Um, it's easy to get busy and to forget to do those things. And um, sometimes, you know, 
it's it is a treat to get to do those things and it's a good reminder like hey they earn points and that was what they chose so you, you go do those you know um for both the parents and then for the kids it's exciting so we really want to push things like that awesome and you mentioned obviously age ranges are different uh we have three kids as well we got a, a daughter who's uh five uh, turning six soon and then we got our uh, four-year-old son and then we got a one and a half year old son so five, four, and one and a half currently. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, you said you, your kids are different ages. So tell us about the age range uh, for uh, Pop Chart family, the minimum to the max. Yeah, so we really wanted to address a large age range, three to 12. And um, I know three, a lot of parents, they go, you know, they probably can't do much, but they can. And um, as far as chores and tasks go, um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, a heavy chore, but things like picking up your toy and putting it in the blue bin. Um, it it really encourages those like positive behaviors. And then for for tasks, like we started this um, when my son was still three, my youngest. And um, one of the things we used it for was teaching him to use the restroom. We had been struggling so so much with potty training with our youngest and it's not like we hadn't been through it before you know but with him he was just really um against the whole concept and so when we when we addressed it as well when you go to the restroom you earn a point he immediately grabbed onto the concept and we used it um progressively to to potty train him and and kind of phased out of it as he learned it and and that's a really effective way we've noticed um, with using extrinsic motivators to you know encourage intrinsic behaviors is you you like address it strong and then kind of back off of it once once it becomes like self rewarding and so we use that for our three year old and so um, you can use it as a tool for many behaviors that you're trying to teach, such as sharing. Um, I noticed you shared, you get a point today, great job. And as it becomes more natural, you stop giving him points for that and you start addressing something else, you know, and make it a very encouraging, rewarding process. Like this is a great thing to do, here's your, here's your reward. And it really just motivates them to do that naturally. Awesome. You mentioned actually your mom is a psychologist, a child psychologist. And, uh, you know, as parents, we kind of struggle and we try to analyze our kids. So we're all kind of like little mini uh, dad and mom psychologists. Like, why are kids fighting so much? Why are they selfish? And why are they uh, so unruly? And um, so tell us about what have you discovered in terms of your own psychological analysis, but especially from your mom's and, uh, you know, obviously uh, background uh, professionally in terms of why kids don't behave, why do they fight? Why is it hard to discipline them? Any insights you found through this process of creating the app and also uh, you know, being a parent yourself? Yeah, so we've actually talked a lot with her about the program. In fact, she um, has consulted on a lot of the, the kind of um, the values that go into this and making it beneficial for parents and and especially children to make sure that it was actually valuable. And um, so to answer your question, uh, so there's a lot of reasons kids fight, most of which has to do with them just trying to express their feelings or um, what they what they want 
and just not knowing how to do it properly. As, and that's that's a lot of the reason kids fight in general. I mean, that's true for, for our kids. Uh, it has a lot to do with them trying to express themselves and not knowing how to. And so what we wanted was to create a way when they do express themselves in the appropriate way, the way that, you know, <laughs> they're rewarded for it so it becomes natural. Because um, it, it's positive motivation essentially. And, um, and I think as far as chores go, this is another issue. Um, like a lot of times kids don't do chores and it's not because they're lazy. It's because they really just don't know what to do. Like they need to be reminded and you don't want to, as a parent, be constantly on their back about it. You know, like, Oh, I asked you to do this yesterday. Well, they're, you know, they probably didn't remember. They have a lot going on, you know, they're a kid. And, um, so we wanted something that could really just, you know, gently remind them every day, hey, this is what you have to do today. And um, and that way it took a lot of the the stress out of of that dynamic between parent and child, you know, like the constantly having to be on their back and them getting upset and um, and then fighting with you. It's I mean, it is frustrating. And, you know, they honestly a lot of times just don't remember or don't know what to do. And so um, from that's one of the things I've learned from my, my mom being a child psychologist is um, a lot of it just stems down to um, them not knowing how to express themselves and how to address the feelings and trying to, you know, understand that as a parent and, um, and just trying to work with that and get at their level and help them to be able to express that. And so, yeah. It's hard with three kids um, to do that all the time at their different age levels because they all do express in a very different way, you know? I do know, yeah, I do know. Uh, being a dad of three kids as well, I definitely can relate. And uh, some great insights there into uh, why kids fight and why they need, uh, they're trying to actually express their feelings. And of course, there's a whole individual variation with the kids as well. You know, there's the age variation but also the unique personalities, their unique temperaments and their unique needs and wants and desires. And uh, you know, every child obviously wants different things. Uh, most kids obviously want things like candy, ice cream, toys, uh, you know, uh, TV time and stuff like that. But uh, tell us about how do you account for the individual variation within kids and the personality differences? Uh, can you can you say that again? Yeah. It, How yeah. do you handle that? That's like the personality differences with the app uh, with the pop chat family. Uh, you, you mentioned about the age ranges, but also about the different personalities. So it, that's why we made it so customizable. It's customizable. It's not per family. It's per child. And so really, it's it's completely in your control of how you handle that. Like my so my oldest son being eleven. He um, he's more kind of type A, like he's very on top of things. And um, if he has a task to do, he will do it. And he is not a rule breaker. And so for him, it's fairly simple. He just needs the reminder. And um, and he has a goal. He works towards it. And it's very easy. My seven year old is not that way. My, my seven year old, we like to call him our spitfire. He's um, very uh, hot and cold. And so for him, he needs the encouragement, which is one of the things that we've addressed, um, being able to send positive messages that he will get 
as an alert on his device, um, like great job. You know, he really benefits from that kind of um, emotional reassurement that he is doing a good job. His effort is is noticed and valued, and um, and so in in that way, for him, it benefits him. Whereas my oldest doesn't need that. And then um, on top of that, we can adjust it uh, for Luke, my middle son. Um, his point values, if he's struggling completing a task or a chore or a behavior, I can increase his point value for that. And um, so it's worth more to him to try. And, um, and I can change his rewards, like I said before, to things that really he values, that he does want to work towards, that he can have these goals to reach. And um, with my, my, my four-year-old, he really just again, just needs to know what to do and how to do it. And that's one thing that we want to make sure um, on the tasks and chore area is there's descriptions with picture um, on how to complete those. Cause you know, at three and four, you're just learning kind of the idea of language, like how to read. Um, and so pictures are very valuable. And so um, we really want to address that as well. Awesome. And tell us also about the process of working with your husband on this. It's a joint process. Your husband did a lot of the development. Uh, tell us about uh, what were your roles and responsibilities in this project? And also, how was it? Uh, how has it been uh, to work with your husband, uh, not just in life and parenting, but also in business and entrepreneurship? So my husband um, is wonderful and he's he's very easy to work with. He um he really addresses just all the technical side, whereas I address more of the artistic side and like uh, flow and, and well, he addresses flow as well, but like we really collaborate very well together. Um, and so it hasn't really been that big of a change. For years, my husband worked from home. We had a, a different business a few years back and, um, and so I'm, I'm used to it. You know, it's like, I like being around him, <laughs> so. And he looks me around me and we get along great. And so it's, you know, that hasn't been a problem really. Um, I know it's not for everyone working with their spouse, seeing them 24 seven, but for us, it really works. And it, it gives us time um, with our youngest before he goes off to school. Um, as a family, we work and then we can hang out with him and just, it, it really, um, it hasn't been that difficult of a process. We just collaborate really well. Awesome. Great to hear it. And I'd love to hear about the whole process of getting it out into the marketplace. So you've created this amazing product, you're putting it on the Kickstarter. So tell us about why Kickstarter in terms of getting it out there and getting the word out and getting the funding for it. And how has that uh, particular process been? Well, <laughs> okay. So we started this in, I believe, uh, June and we've kind of bootstrapped it ourselves, like funded it. And um, we, so the the kids mode is it's done in a gaming framework that's what it's it's programmed in and so we my husband's not a game developer or a game programmer and so he uh we outsourced it and um our developer uh he had a family emergency and had to quit um when we were 80 percent done with kid mode and so <laughs> yeah so we have 20 percent left and um we just realized we we needed to get help, and so we decided uh, Kickstarter was a good, good place to do that. You know, um, 
we already had a, a pretty good backing um, on Facebook as far as families that were interested in, and valued this as a tool. And um, so we were like, yes, let's do this. Um, and then also people will know it exists, um, you know. And so we've been, we're a week into Kickstarter today and it's it's been going okay, not as good as we'd hoped um, as far as getting it out there, but we realized um, part of the issue is is just getting the word out about it and then also um, people not knowing what Kickstarter is. Um, that's been a challenge, actually, people knowing what that is. Yeah, and nowadays uh, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and businesses obviously on things like Kickstarter, uh, getting crowdfunding happening. And uh, obviously it's a great way of getting outside of that circle of influence on Facebook, social media, and getting it out there to the wider world. And obviously yeah. working with bloggers, podcasters, uh, that's a great way as well. Uh, so tell us about uh, the funding goals and uh, you know maybe you can tell us about how it's working there on Kickstarter for those uh, viewers and listeners who don't know about uh, you know if they fund it, what are the rewards, benefits, et cetera, for people who are helping uh, getting this uh, product into the marketplace. Yeah, um, so Kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform and you back products and you get um, early rewards for said product. So for for um, Pop-Tart Family, our rewards vary greatly. Um, our funding goal is 15,000 to finish development and to test out the product, make sure that it runs very smooth before we you know, really introduce it to the market um, because it's very important to us that it runs very well for families. Um, and so our backer rewards vary from you know $5 to what like a thousand and each one has very different um rewards so um a five dollar back would be um a pop chart family postcard with our avatar shop artwork the avatar shop is one of the more game aspects in kid mode where kids can create their own personal avatar our kids are like obsessed with creating avatars on all their games I mean, they just really love it. So we knew that this would be a good thing. It's also something the kids can spend their points on that they've earned new avatar pieces to really deck out their avatar and personalize it. And it's a reward that's free to parents that kids like. And so um, we have over 500 avatar pieces in PopChart and um, a lot of opportunity for kids to spend points on that. But um, so more of the backer rewards are um, basically pre-sale of our service. So like three months, six months, a year of service, depending on the backing amount. And um, avatar, custom avatar items, such as uh, like we have suits of armor, superhero costumes, and um, all sorts of different, different things. Pirates, uh, just really, really fun outfits that their family would get. Um, if they did back us, their their kids would have that released instead of having to use their points to, um, you know, get them. And some of them aren't even available in the avatar shop. They're just for Kickstarter packers. So awesome! Yeah, I know uh, avatars and the whole avatar customization is definitely hot with kids nowadays, especially those hard to find ones. I see uh, it all over the social media nowadays. There's a Mario one right now. I think it's really hot. Uh, but tell us uh, about the vision uh, going forward. Uh, so we're currently recording this 
mid-January, you're going to roll out, um, you know, Park Chart Family uh, to the broader world in March. But tell us about the vision forward for Park Chart Family. So we have a lot of um, different ideas. Uh, we want to be on um, different platforms, uh, our cross platform. Um, so we want to be on Xbox, all sorts of things where it's really accessible for more families. And then um, beyond that, we'd we'd like to expand um, the kids app. Right now it has um, a marketplace, like we talked about, the avatar shop, um, a bank, which is a ledger of everything they've earned and spent as far as points, and um, home, which is their like where they get their daily reward for checking in. Um, and then the office, which is where they get their tasks. That's the kid, the kid mode. And um, we'd like to, it, it's in the form of a town and we'd like to expand the town um, in the future really and just make it more, even more engaging for families. We've talked about doing like an arcade with like educational games in it and um, really just expanding upon that and doing things that benefit families um, and kids in that sense. Awesome, definitely sounds exciting uh, for the future. Wishing you the best with the Kickstarter campaign and with the product launch. Uh, how can people find out about uh, Pop Charge Family uh, in terms of finding out more about the app and the game and also obviously helping support it? Uh, tell us about the uh, different website, the Kickstarter campaign and the social media. So um, for Kickstarter, uh, it's, Kickstarter, Pop Chart Family for Parents and Kids. That is our our Kickstarter campaign page. And then for for our normal websites, popchart.family. And um, so those are the ways you can get a hold of us. Um, on Kickstarter, you can just type in Pop Chart in, in the search bar. But um, those are basically the ways you can get a hold of us. And um, yeah. Awesome. I'll actually have those links below. And uh, in closing, we never asked you about the whole formation of the name. Uh, tell us what does pop chart uh, mean, and how did you come up with that? Well, so like it's a pop. It's just a pop up on your phone chart. So um, not literally. There's no charting actually. It's very um, non-chartish, but it's it's meant to work better than a chart. And so, but it comes. It stems from charts. You know, it it stems from the idea of using the standard kind of old school charting systems and um, but on your phone. And so that's kind of where we toyed around with that for a while. Um, and we set, we just thought pop chart was, you know, it worked for it. And then uh, family because it's for families. And so pop chart family. <laughs> There you go, there you go, love it. Yeah, I love the idea of the whole uh, traditional chart model and then popping into the 21st century, popping into 2018 and beyond. So definitely uh, wishing the best with uh, the campaign and with the product launch. And uh, thanks for being on the show today, Sarah. Thank you very much. It was an honor to be here. <laughs> You're very welcome. And thanks everyone for watching and tuning in to this particular episode. Uh, make sure you click below uh, to check out more about Popchart Family. And make sure you check out our website too, daddyblogger. Uh, com as we're traveling around here and we love interviewing uh, different entrepreneurs and we'll be definitely featuring a whole bunch of different products and services in the days weeks months years and beyond so thanks everyone for tuning into this episode and we'll catch you on the next one bye bye Thank you.